0: Greetings. Welcome to St. Dominic's Weekly. This is Father Michael. On today's show, Father Isaiah and I unpack on the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that total consecration to the Blessed Virgin. We do it by way of kind of sharing a little bit of experience. It's kind of story time, if you will, on the experience of having made the consecration in my particular case, and some of the insights the Lord has shared with me over these last few weeks in making the consecration to our Blessed Mother, get into some of the insight into what the Immaculate Conception and this idea of consecrating ourselves to the Blessed Virgin Mary is all about, not often well, understood, and how powerful it can be. If you want the most direct road to our Lord Jesus, we learn the secrets of that road uh, through the Blessed Virgin Mary and this consecration. So, whether you're on the go or taking it slow, many, many blessings as you enjoy today's show.
1: Greetings and welcome back to St. Dominic's Weekly. This is Father Isaiah, that's Father Michael. Here we are again. Here we are. So we have a holy day upon us. Yeah, today. happy
0: solemnity of the immaculate conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, usually the feast day, of course, is on December 8th, uh, December 8th but today this year is December 9th because uh, because Jesus trumps Mary, basically. So. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Mary, this, is, this is a good example. The calendar this year is a good example of the spiritual uh, relationship between Our Lady and Our Lord, because Mm -hmm. certainly Our Lady always points to Our Lord. And Mm -hmm. the second Sunday of Advent of the coming of the Lord takes liturgical precedence Mm -hmm. over the feast and the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. But because the Immaculate Conception is such a signature and foundational Mm -hmm. insight into who Christ is and who Mary is Uh and her connection to Christ, that it can't just be like, you know, Excised or just, right. be, just because of the day of the week it falls. It's not just, doesn't something just vanish? So it's, yeah. just, it, it's transferred to the next possible day, which in this case is Monday, the 9th. So yeah,
1: the day that this podcast is dropping.
0: That's that. right. Yeah. So uh, December 9th, Feast of the or Solemnity, I guess, of the Immaculate Conception of yeah. our Lord. And to say, and maybe to do a little bit uh, on our podcast today around devotion to Our Lady, uh, Immaculate Conception. We've, I think we've, we've done. I know it, we've done a podcast mm-hmm. yeah. of that before. So you go back. I think it's in the uh, maybe it's uh, one of the early ones in the 30s or so. That yeah, the, uh, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. uh, to look that up on December 8th. Um, so instead of doing kind of a theology and spirituality of, I yeah. thought we would do a more practical thing about mm-hmm. um, the total consecration. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, to sure. Mary that was in, and maybe a little bit of uh, just my own personal mm-hmm. experience with that. Nice. Uh, so, so story time. With Father Michael, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <are>. Awesome. <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll do a back-to-back story. We'll have story yeah. time this week for immaculate conception, and, and next week we'll do a. We'll 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 have we'll, it'll be Father Isaiah story time. We haven't had the yeah. story time with Father Isaiah next week. Yeah, we'll week. figure out the topic. Okay, yeah. very good. All right, <laughs> very good. So so this year, as I often do, on the fifth of November, I renew my consecration to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And this goes uh-huh. this goes way back to when. I was in high school. I okay. went to a non-Catholic evangelical high school, and I remember having lots of discussions around mm-hmm. why is Mary important uh, yeah. for many uh, non-Catholic Christians. Mary is a bit of an enigma. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they think or in, perhaps uh, don't quite understand why Catholics hold Mary in such high regard. Mm-hmm. They don't see her, they see her as a um, a person obviously connected to Christ, but not necessarily better than anyone else or worthy of any kind of different relationship than any other of the saints would have had or any other witnesses to the gospel as she's a disciple of christ Uh Um, and so i you know part of my uh, high school formation included trying to communicate and trying to articulate best i could and at the time i remember Having to look look it up, <laughs> so, oh, so to speak. Sure, sure, it sure, sure. I wasn't quite. I'd never been questioned or challenged. Or so this for the first time, was, you
1: actually had to be challenged on why Mary is important. Now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just kind of took it for granted. I just thought Mary. Yeah. I mean, it's being raised Catholic, I thought, oh well, this is if you if you believe in Christ, you hold. His mother in very special regard, yeah. mm-hmm. and then to meet folks who love Christ, who are believing mm-hmm. in Christ, it wasn't as if they were non-believers. In fact, yeah. in some ways, even more faithful believers. Yeah, sure, but they sure. didn't quite get Mary, and so what's what's the big deal with Mary? I thought, oh yeah, okay, I hadn't I hadn't ever considered uh-huh. Christ without Mary. <laughs> I could right, see if someone yeah. someone was you know, not connected to or doubted or, you Mm -hmm. know, their relationship with Christ wasn't um, at the forefront of their lives. Why Mary wouldn't make a difference or, you know, seem very special. But could you have Christ without Mary? I had never kind of considered that kind of perspective. And so kind of dug into it and and learned a bit. And in the course of my readings, of course, uh, Pope now, St. John Paul II, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was very dedicated to our Lady, and kind uh, of go into his writings, or some of the things he said in his own crossing the threshold of hope and his own vocation yeah. story, and it led me uh, through various streams, including um, my uh, my mom, who kind of had a devotion Mama to Mama Hurley to yeah. um, to Our Lady, especially through Saint Louis de Montfort.
1: Oh, sure, and, yeah,
0: and this uh, total consecration to mm-hmm. Mary, this idea that we can give our lives our hearts our souls uh, all to to mary so that she can lead us to christ in a reliable right. way um and so I, I remember in high school it was probably sophomore or junior year the, there's the book called the total consecration mm-hmm. it's, a, it's probably still in print but the the edition i had is this orange book oh okay <laughs> and it, has, yeah. it has litanies and prayers and and so uh-huh. basically 33 days right of prayer and uh, which includes kind of reading the scriptures, mm-hmm. reading meditations, the same particular um, prayers, yeah. uh, the rosary, so forth uh, each day. It takes about 15 minutes or so okay. and for 33 days. And at the end of that, making this, saying this prayer of total consecration to mm-hmm. Mary, kind of giving yourself yeah. to her. Um or at least invoking her intercession in a very yeah. special particular way, mm-hmm. as befits her role in salvation, yeah, and I think I did that it was I remember being on um a retreat, <laughs> and so i the Annunciation was my very first
1: oh, okay day yeah.
0: of consecration way way back, way back when probably in the uh, gosh probably in the nineties, so okay. it's been it's yeah. been many years so but okay, ooh, so the
1: consecration would start. So many days, actually, before a particular target feast day. Yeah,
0: so you, okay. what you do is you, yeah. you, you take a, a feast day of Our Lady or Our Lord connected to Our Lady. Um, so, you know, everything from uh, annunciation to visitation mm-hmm. to, to, you could do it on Christmas, birth of Our Lord, presentation, Our Lady of the Rosary, Guadalupe, a presentation of the Lord, because uh, Mary's involved yeah. on that, Our, Our Lady of the Lord. So you, there's no really wrong way to, to end right, it, as long right, as you have right. a, a target date that's uh, meaningful and um powerful for you so the, my mm-hmm. first the first time i did it, it was on the annunciation march 25th yeah, sure. so it means you start the end of february i think right. february 20th um but this feast of the immaculate conception close to my heart uh, for various reasons and so mm-hmm. after that i think once i started in college I kind of transferred my day to uh, ah, to December 8th. Sure, sure. That wasn't the first time I did it. So November 5th, It's whenever November begins, you know, people are like, oh, it's starting to get a little cold or the, yeah. the, the you know daylight savings comes. You yeah. know, people, you know, it's kind of the, the changing of the seasons for me. I get early November and I begin to think, oh, wait, there's something, something I need to be doing right now. And so yeah. it was the uh, total consecration uh-huh. yeah. started back about a, a month ago on December 5th in order to end 33 days on right. December 8th. 8th, and so it was interesting. So this year, I, I prepared to do it as, as usual, yeah. And uh, Kathy Follin, who's our, our oh, uh, yeah, faith yeah. Uh, and family director, uh, came and she had done the uh, the consecration to Our Lady, not uh, the de Montfort, uh, yeah, you the, know, um,
1: the more well known Louis de Montfort, uh. Whatever it's called, consecration. Yeah, the <laughs> consecration, consecration prayer, toward, the pattern yeah. of prayer. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: but there's a, there's a book done, uh, written by uh, Father Michael Gately, right? Um, who's a Marian a priest, who wrote kind of uh, took that the Montfort consecration mm-hmm. and popularized it by splitting it in a little different way and uh-huh. frankly taking out some of the litanies and making it more of a contemplative retreat mm-hmm. with the kind of themes uh, oh, that were more, I mean, Louis de Montfort was, you know, in <laughs> writing in 13th, yeah. you know, 14th century, f- you know, France. Yeah. And so his, his style is very French. It's very 14th century. It can be yeah. a little bit off putting to people. I know, I know when I led a group of uh, college Folks in the consecration, they certainly um, were moved by it. It was, it was, you know, uh, a significant moment for them. But some of them didn't quite get some of the language around yeah. it and, and thought it was kind of very very French and not didn't really connect with them so uh, father Michael himself did the consecration mm-hmm. and yet he uh, he struggled with it because he says as he says in an introduction he says you know all the litanies is is almost like it was almost like a uh, a workout where he's just feeling yeah. like he's going through the litanies and uh, sometimes it was connecting other times it wasn't and he thought there's there's got to be something that's more pro this doesn't feel it didn't feel approachable to him he was not wasn't demeaning it in any way, but it just felt—it didn't—it didn't really resonate on yeah, every level. it did Resonate and, for him, yeah. 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 And he's—but yet he's a Mary, He loves Our Lady, particularly mm-hmm. connected to Divine Mercy, has a particular devotion, and written books on. Um, uh, consoling the heart of Jesus. Uh, you did it to me, especially mother, Teresa, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the one thing that she talks about the one thing, uh, yeah. of, of, of that, that is to, to, um, to connect our lives with Christ and to satiate his thirst. So anyway, he has a, he has a background in Marian devotion. And so he thought, Oh, let me kind of edit and streamline and perhaps at the same time, widen the scope and popularize this Devotion to Our Lady that consecrates ourselves. So he wrote the book, 33 Days to Morning Glory, and it's subtitled A Do It Yourself Retreat in Preparation for the Marian Consecration. Right. Mm-hmm. And the consecration itself is the Louis de Montfort formula right. and prayer mm-hmm. and, exactly. yeah. and mm-hmm. articulation. Yeah. But the retreat that leads up to it, so to speak, doesn't any. He, he has, in the book, has all the prayers and litanies of the original right. de Montfort mm-hmm. prayer, yeah. but this has days that, uh, you know, three or four pages of just spiritual reflection. Yeah and the original has four weeks of a kind of examination the first week you and the first 12 days actually of preparation you kind of examine yourself and how maybe the world has encroached in your life in a not healthy way (laughs) your selfishness is kind of again so it just recognizes patterns of where you miss the mark where Mm -hmm. you're selfish and so forth They kind of clear the deck. Then you talk about, you say, okay, well, how can I then on the next, the 12, first so they kind of 12 days to a week, the next week, then you focus on uh, our Lord and, and connecting with our Lord, and mm-hmm. then and then how Our Lady leads you to the Lord in right. the next week, and then the f- the final week leading to the consecration. So it's yeah. it's this kind of I almost imagine as kind of a concentric circles. Right. You know, kind of starting spiral, that, a spiral yeah. kind of coming yeah. in, and you you get right to the heart of your relationship with Christ and doing it through Mary. So beautiful. So I've done this every year. So Kathy gives me this book that yeah. the, the the women's Bible study. The, the this is the yeah the, the, the morning points. yeah. The, yeah. the Bible Jigs, They're like, yeah. well, we, you know, we, they they did this last year and maybe the year before. Um, it's a very popular book. It, it turns out I, I when I was in Benicia, actually, Father Michael came to the parish and he was actually in the midst of writing the book. And we were, we, oh, we crazy! Yeah, we. I didn't, I didn't even, you know, at the time yeah. realize it. I was just mm-hmm. chatting with him. He had, he, yeah. he came, he was coming he through town. It, but, yeah, he mentioned whatever. it, yeah, because we were yeah. talking about it for, for whatever reason. We got on that topic, and he says, "Oh, actually, I'm writing a book right now." On on the consecration, and I thought it was a book about the consecration. No. And we said, well, it's kind of a, a popularization for people maybe to have a, a lower threshold to kind of connect with the consecration. And so, of course, I teased him. I said, well, what yeah, the, of course, well, it's the it's original is not good enough? What well, do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, you do the, the the cheater way. That sounds like a shortcut to me. it's like, <laughs> I was like you, why are you? Yeah, it ain't broke, exactly. <laughs> so, so anyway, so anyway, we, we he and 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 instead of this kind of kind of spiral, kind of. Almost examination of conscience, almost a kind of midi retreat, yeah. sort of almost it's almost Ignatian, and it's kind of like examination okay. of self, yeah. and then the world around, and then Mary, and then Christ. Okay. He yeah. changed it to um, different themes of saints and their spirituality. So, right. so yeah. there's there's successive weeks, four weeks. So the first is on Louis de Mont for himself. So mm-hmm. that's where he takes the kind of what he says just the meat of. Louis de Montfort's Spirituality with Mary, the next week he looks at Maximilian Kolbe. Right. And when he did yeah. that, as as if you listen to the podcast uh, that we had on Mac the Conception before, mm-hmm. I was really excited when he mentioned that because I think Maximilian Kolbe is mm-hmm. vastly underrated as a theologian. Yes. So, yeah. of course, he's a Franciscan. Yeah. Uh, people know him we for know, his... Yeah. His great sacrifice. His sacrifice during the yeah during the Second World War, but exactly at, at Auschwitz, yeah. um, and uh, we know that certainly had a great printing press. He was yeah. very much involved with uh, the knights of the, creating the Knights of the Immaculata yeah. and his work media.
1: Of, yeah, his work in Japan. Yeah, great.
0: But what we what what's not often known is he has a little book on, and this is what I've, I've mentioned uh, I try to mention often a mm-hmm. little book on the Immaculate Conception where he has a series of writings. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, the, the edition I have is edited by a Dominican with commentary <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's a beautiful book. And I, I think to myself, well, if, if, um, you know, St. Teresa of Lisieux can have her little way and, and she's named the doctor of the church. I mean, she didn't write anything theological, honestly. <laughs> she wrote, yeah. she, she wrote yeah. a kind of spirituality right. in, in her right. story and she's yeah. a doctor of the church. Well, I think Maximilian Colby, <laughs> for all of his mm-hmm. presence in the, at the time, the new media, the, one yeah. of the highest volume of newspapers and newsletters in the world, secular and non-secular during the during the the pre uh, Second World War and into the Second World War and specifically his theology on Mary, which I think is really um, uh, groundbreaking and and it's not it's 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 innovative in the best sort of way. Uh, is 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 worthy of that? So, uh, Father Michael in his book has a week on Maximilian Colby looking awesome. at that. Yeah. I, was like, um, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I never met anyone who was excited about Maximilian Colby's nice. Immaculate Conception development of theology, right. As mm-hmm. I had, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, when I discovered it, I, I, I tell people, that I never heard of that. I am mean, yeah. talking. Well, about, I
1: never heard about it at all until you know, I it. I'm you, talking so. about like
0: professors and theology, people who would mm-hmm. read this kind of thing, and they yeah. were, they were like, oh, I never heard of that, right? So it's a little bit under right. the radar. Anyway, so he, so that's 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 the second week, yeah. third week, Mother Teresa, who yeah. uh, Father Michael is was uh, certainly connected. Uh, two and a powerful mm-hmm. kind of things in terms of her her love of, of, of Mary and to see how she connects with that mission, especially to her life's work in terms of the poor, mm-hmm. in terms of those yeah. in need, uh, the Mary who is... Um, there to help us in our need, right? And then the, the last week, once again, this is uh, close once again to, to my heart. Pope Saint John Paul II, of course, yeah, of course, <laughs> Who yeah. was the person who first kind of inspired me to get into the consecration, mm. as it was anyway? A nice <laughs> so, little circle for you, yeah. exactly. So yeah. he hit all the he kind of you know as he broke it down for me, and as I he kind of hit all the right marks. He had yeah. the original Saint Louis, and then yeah. and then he had you know Maximilian Colby, yeah. He had Mother Teresa. He had John Paul II. Cause I thought. Oh, that sounds like a good, I said, I said, okay, that sounds like a good book. Anyway, packs. four million it copies, ain't broke.
1: The, yeah. old, the old one ain't broke, but you know,
0: well, nearly, nearly four million copies later. Cause it's one of the oh. most successful printed books ever. Wow, Gabby hands it to me. And I said, oh yeah, I know this book. This is the cheating way. Right. <laughs> so I was teasing right. her and I promptly put it aside <laughs> <laughs> and I started as I usually do with my consecration. Yeah. Of course yeah, yeah can, just yeah. The, yeah. my usual consecration, except what? about i don't know 6 or 7 it's it's when we went when um the community had some some uh days of 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 um, recreation and and prayer it kind of threw me off so we we went we went to uh, uh you know away and mm-hmm. yeah. since the schedule was a little bit different and i didn't i i left my book here and you yeah. can get you can you can go to yeah, the you website, can get it on website, website and, and, and podcasting, and podcasting. But, but, but it just kind of threw me off and so like for we were, for for 4 days I kind of like, oh, and the the first day it's like, oh, yeah, I missed it. And then I kind of forgot about it, forgot about it. Well, I I got back and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, man, I just missed five days. Yeah, uh, yeah, basically almost an entire week. And so I I had that temptation or that 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 gravity towards you know you start just something and something and something you do every way it's not like oh, i'll do it next year kind of thing you're like well maybe i'll just i'll just let it go this year maybe maybe this is the way of, of the lord telling me it's not this year is not you know a year i need to do it you know if i yeah. if i if i was meant to do it the, it the lord would have given me the grace to do it so i'll just drop it on the 8th of december i'll renew my consecration and we'll let it we'll let it be at that um, so that's what I was kind of toying. So I actually, there was a whole day where I knew I had missed it, but I just was like, oh, maybe I'm ready to move on. Except I come back to my was in my office working and I kind of, you know, um, finished writing an email and I turned to look for something. And it's right there. And what was sticking out is if, if, if you're in my office, you know, I'm reading like, you know, 15 books at once mm-hmm. and, and out of the corner of the, of the page. Was Morning Glory? Was the Morning Glory book? Oh. And I'm like, oh well. Well, there's this shortcut. <laughs> this. Well, it is a shortcut, so <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe what I'll do is I'll jump back in because it was actually right on the week. It was starting starting a new week. Maybe I'll jump back in and start yeah. with Mother Teresa and That's great. finish it off reading it uh and uh read what comes before. Obviously, not daily. Kind of catch up by reading yeah, of course, yeah. reading up and then and then start in with the Mother Teresa week and go uh, to. Uh the end, uh, and so that's exactly what I do and i I have to report that, as certainly Louis Montfort's is the original it's the o g it's the way it yeah. to go. I've been more than pleasantly see, pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. yeah. with the with the daily reflections uh from uh, Father Michael and his way to synthesize and bring together uh, the uh, key themes of how Mary leads us uh, to Christ. Mm -hmm. So some things just uh, just maybe I'll mention three things that kind of pop out out for me that uh, really uh, were brought together in uh, the morning glory book that. I knew, but didn't, weren't quite as emphasized in the actual reading mm-hmm. because it, when you read the, the Ludum you read just scripture, which is wonderful. You're reading yeah. like the sermon on oh, the yeah. Mount. You're reading that some were familiar with these texts and they're rich text, and there are different devotionals that he has, but it was just something new and something different. So he talked about, um, mother Teresa and the consecration that uh, she had, and especially, with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, uh, this uh, prayer that she had. And you know I love little uh, prayer, like four or five yeah. word prayers. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so Mother, yeah. Mother Teresa did as oh, well. Oh, who is the yeah. queen of yeah, those things. E- exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so she has this uh, prayer, this kind of 2 prayer where she says, she prays uh, uh, to Our Lady, lend me your heart. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's, a, it's a little expression that she would pray uh, to for Our words. Lady. Yeah, <laughs> words, lend me your heart. And the idea is that the heart that Mary had, which enabled her to say yes to God, even in moments of doubt or uncertainty, or when God's vocational invitation was to be the mother of God, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all she could say is, oh, yes, I'm the handmaid okay. of the Lord." Right? Mother Teresa was like, "That's the kind of heart I need. I I need a heart that is ready." and willing to say yes to Just our lord exactly and so lend me your heart yeah. and i thought well that's a beautiful that's, so i began I be, so i kind hard. of started incorporated into the, the this last month of of when i um, when there's decisions to be made or um you know you're you're facing like oh should i do that or, well, i know i shouldn't i need to be attentive to my responsibility here yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah. like all right all right lady lend that's me your right. heart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me your heart to to be the 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 priest the pastor the religious the dominican that you want yeah. me to be lend um, me your heart. so lend me your heart and so i was like oh that's really that's I, you know that's a prayer that i i, I wasn't unfamiliar with I, it's not the first time i ever heard it but i i never had connected it to this consecration in that very palpable way um and then the, the other correlative prayer that she would pray is not just lend me your heart but keep me in your heart mm. in other yeah. words that my heart might be in hers, that as she approaches Christ, she, I'm with her. Right, right. <laughs> in other yeah. words, when I say, Lord, here's, here's what I'm hoping for. Here's what I need. Yeah, <laughs> It's Our Lady who's, who, who is, in a sense, is making that request on my behalf. And our Lord's never going to say no to mom. Yeah. You can't say no to mom. mom. Yeah. Um, and so there's this, this, this sense uh, in which it's not just lend me your heart, Mary, but, but keep me in your pure heart, keeping you your immaculate heart. So that was, that's that was one of the, um, prayers and rhythms of, uh, the 33 days, to morning that's glory adjusted, that, really, that, yeah. that really kind of resonated with me. Uh, the next was John Paul II, yes. uh, who is, uh, you know, totus told us, uh, all for yeah. you, our lady, uh, his but,
1: shield isn't completely Marian. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, and the connection, uh, he had, um, to our lady, especially, uh, to that sense in which Mary is, uh, he, he has this phrase, uh, the one who is a kind of mediator. And we're all called to be me. I mean, yeah, Christ mm-hmm. is the mediator. Of and course. a mediator is one who stands in between uh, two parties in order to connect mm-hmm. them together. Right. You have God, you yeah. have humanity. Christ is the mediator, the go between, yeah. which connects the fallen humanity back to the Father, yeah. The Father, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's the scriptural principle. But God does doesn't only want to send Jesus to be a mediator. He wants us to share, to Mm -hmm. be (laughs) co-operators with Christ. And the ultimate (laughs) co-operator mediator is the blessed Virgin Mary. Mm -hmm. And the Pope has this beautiful developed from Lumen Gentium and the uh, dogmatic constitution of the second Vatican council. He has this phrase maternal mediation, which I think ah, is just very, very mm. beautiful. So it's this yeah. idea of just as, as um, Mary brought Christ to birth, so too, if we want Christ to come to birth, if you will, in our lives, it's our Lady who shows us how to do that. Um, and so, giving our lives and consecrating ourselves to Mary puts us on the most sure, certain, and sure path. And this goes yeah. even back to De Montfort uh, that uh, we are to gaining a relationship with Christ and, and mm-hmm. being in sync with Christ. You might say, yeah. how do I know I'm doing God's will? Am I acting like Mary? Yeah. <laughs> right? no. Is Mary the one who's inspiring me is, is her humility, her boldness, her willingness to say yes, her willingness to even, I mean, she, she nudges Jesus at the wedding feast of yeah. Cana, right? And that, there's yeah. another Pope John Paul a wonderful um, uh, kind of reflection on how, uh, Mary's motherly attentiveness to the human need. Yeah. Hey, they have right. no more wine. The party's about to die. Yeah, and that's the occasion for Mary's maternal mediation to be expressed in the attentiveness to need. And so, how to put it? If if you know, just as the party of Cana was about to go downhill, mm-hmm. if I see that you know, my uh, my responsibilities or God's grace in my life or in the life of the parish is mm-hmm. in does, lacks the the good wine (laughs) that's needed yeah exactly there's Mary there's Mary saying to the Lord hey But St. Dominic's so, is running out of wine. They're running out yeah. of wine. Father, Father Michael needs a little, yeah. <laughs> he's going to need go. a fill-up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? And yeah. so that, is, that maternally mediation based on the attentiveness to need. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really. That's then, really that, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that really, once again, yeah, and, and the new insight. Uh, whereas before, I you know, you de Montfort had the scripture of the mm-hmm. wedding feast at Cana that you would read through. But there's a, a way in which kind of unpacking that based on some of the great um, saints that have gone before us uh, just well, reawakened it for me. So it was a really beneficial um, time of consecration. The last uh, aspect that I really uh, kind of connected uh, with was uh, this idea of what I call uh, reverse spiritual engineering. Reverse <laughs> spiritual engineering. Yeah. So, so in other words, if you think of salvation as a, as a kind of engineering problem, like how okay. do we get fallen humanity out of the depths of their own separation from God? Yeah. Well, we don't, we, uh, we don't have to guess what God's plan is. God gave us the plan. Yeah, he yeah. revealed the plan. Yeah. He
1: gave us a blueprint. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: And so there's a blueprint. So, and his blueprint was choosing a young teenage w- girl a woman to be the person through whom he would become incarnate he would preach teach heal and ultimately suffer die and rise from the dead Mm -hmm. so that all those who believe in him might be saved right so god comes down through mary if we want to go back up to god We too must go Go through Mary. Mary. And that's the original um, instinct or or insight of Louis de Montfort. Um, And uh, John Paul has this beautiful way of explaining it. Um, He says, uh, you know, when we talk about Mary opening herself up to God's will at the Annunciation, and once she says, Yes, I'm the handmaid of the Lord. Then everything else happens, and several times during her life, she takes times to meditate. There are several lines in, in Luke's Gospel. which says, mm-hmm. "What does Mary do after, after the birth of our Lord, after the presentation in the temple? You know, yeah. pr- probably after you know the flight into Egypt. Yeah. She takes time to meditate. Yeah, what this all mean?
1: Yeah, and reflects this from the bottom for her.
0: Exactly, for her heart. Yeah. what mystery is here? There's a kind of um, amazing puzzlement to, to work out, and so marrying consecration means being open to. That sort of reflection, right. that that kind of puzzling out where in my life is, <laughs> yeah. is the Lord at work? Uh, maybe my the episodes of my life are not going to be mysteries of the rosary, <laughs> but <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> within the sure. mysteries of the rosary, there is, if you will, relatability to, if you will, the quote unquote mysteries or the way God is at work in my mm-hmm. life or in the life yeah. of the parish, in the life of the community. And uh, to put it one way, it's like, okay, who was the first person to entrust the themselves to Mary. Right. And it wasn't Louis de Montfort. I mean, I love his, his work. It wasn't St. Dominic, who was certainly marrying yeah. and received the Rosary. The first person to entrust themselves to Mary was God the Father.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? That's inc- I mean, God if we- the Father entrusted himself. True and crazy to think about <laughs> to yeah. the Virgin Mary, you know, Mary of Nazareth, and gave his son. To her and trusted trusted Mary enough to give her son. Yeah. So, do we want to be like God the Father? <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> we need to entrust ourselves to the Blessed yeah. Virgin Mary in the same way. If he entrusted her son to the Virgin, if he trusted his Mary greatest treasure. with his yeah. son, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. I think we can entrust our lives to her. And, feel, and be okay be okay yeah <laughs> feel pretty good about pretty that. pretty good insurance plan yeah. <laughs> pretty <laughs> pretty safe ground there know that we will not although it might be easy there might be, it we're on pretty safe ground pretty yeah. sturdy ground so that was the last insight is that is wow. that the first person to entrust themselves to mary was not one of the great marian saints mm-hmm. but god the father yeah god the father entrusted himself and his son to mary Do we want to, in a sense, reverse engineer that plan? Yeah. (laughs) We too, like God the Father, if we want to be connected to Him and to the life of the Trinity—Father, Son, and Spirit—in that all-consuming, infinite, powerful love that is unconditional and all-embracing, we too need to entrust ourselves completely, completely. Because because the incarnation is not like God didn't say, "Oh, I entrust half of my Son or fifty percent." Like the fullness of divinity was entrusted to mary the comprehensive well, <laughs> full giving so the fullness of yeah. of other of michael yes. is, is like point infinite zero one percent of that. Yeah. Uh, that i can i can go ahead and make that investment <laughs> that beggars Incredible. thing so yeah. that's that was kind of the insight so i can i recommend at the bottom bottom line end of the day can i recommend it 33 days morning glory
1: I say I say that uh, you would with qualification, right? No, I would say,
0: I would say even stronger, absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely, absolutely. would. Yeah, it was yeah. a good. It was you know, it was I was I was in a place where I'm like you know I'm I'm old school. I'm just gonna right. I'm gonna. I'm I mean, gonna that's what the, the qualification is. Yeah, so I'm old school. But having said that, I'm old school. I can in terms of like that's the consecration I grew up with. That's the way oh, to yeah, do it. Definitely. But. On the other hand, this is an approachable way. And I have to say, I learned new insight. And for this year, yeah. <laughs> my lapse and lack of perseverance in, in doing what I ought to be doing, my own kind of slothfulness or inattentive to it, was the occasion for a new discovery. The Lord, the Lord led me where he wanted me. And and even though it might have been just false excuse to say, oh, that's what, the, the fact is, I probably, if I hadn't failed in doing the regular way, you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be praising this. Trend. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't and not only praising it, but I wouldn't have had the the uh, the insights. I, and I just mentioned three of the the top ones that yeah. kind of came yeah. to mind, but they're, they're certainly it's 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 rich. And so who knows? I think I think I think I, I maybe I put myself out there, but I think next year I'm going to do I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do the 33 okay. days to morning glory next yeah. year again as a way to kind of flip, just give it the full year because there there was more intentionality here. there too. So, <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I don't know. So, I don't
0: know. I haven't, I haven't talked to mama Hurley about this yet. Okay. She, she, yeah. She's a, she's, she can, she, she's a little school. That's where I get it from. So we'll well, see. she'll let you know when she
1: sees you at mass on Sunday. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. She'll, so, she'll <laughs> let me
0: know when I haven't, I haven't, this is my, when she listens to the podcast, she can, <laughs> <she'll>, <laughs> she can weigh in on, on, on whether, whether or not the uh, uh, giving up. She'll probably just say, just do both. <laughs> That's how that would be her thing. Well, at well, the same you, time. Exactly. Why do you have to do one or the other? Cause yeah. I mean, the, the, the 33 days to morning glory, very astutely, puts in all of the litanies and prayers of the the original anyway. So you can, so you you have them, uh, you know, the first week. So they're all in the same book. They're all in the same book. Yeah. yeah. So hundred percent recommendable. In fact, I would, I would say if you have a devotion to Mary, you need to have this book. Right. Yeah. And if you have any inclination to supercharge your relationship with Christ and to aspire to, be embraced by the fullness of God, the father and his love.
1: Get this book. Yeah.
0: Entrust yourself to marry the way he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get this book, pick a, pick a Marian date. The next, the next date, um, that, that, I mean, that just kind of pops to mind for me, uh, would be
1: probably presentation, uh, right? Yeah. February I would say 2nd.
0: exactly. February 2nd is the next one. So you can, that's uh start at the end of the I think December 31st, yeah. uh, February 2nd, or you can wait till we have
1: annunciations our
0: annunciations after that. Annunciations on the 20th or our lady of Lords. We have in oh, fact, February our St. Jude, yeah. Uh, shrine has it. a pilgrimage uh, to Our Lady of. I think uh, father, yeah. I think it's Father Bart Hutcherson, wonderful, so, preacher, yeah. wonderful preacher. Wonderful preacher is is coming for that nine days. But but get the be a new good New Year's resolution. Get it for Christmas. Put it on your. If someone yeah. asks, what can I get you for Christmas? Thirty three days to Morning Glory is a, definitely a a winner. And you could start on the, the 9th of January to have Our Lady of Lords be your consecration day. But but whatever it is that that's. That's my that's my story time and, and, and you're and, sticking to it I'm sticking to it <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. the book
1: again is thirty three days of Mor- two morning glory yep. a do it yourself retreat in preparation for Marian consecration by Father Michael E Gately M I C Gately spelled G A I T L E Y that's
0: right yeah and and uh, certainly I feel a little late to the game all of our <laughs> many of our. Our parishioners have already done this, <laughs> so it's not like it's not like I'm, it's, it's not breaking news here. They they've sold uh, several million copies already. But you know with the, with, You know what? When Jesus goes out to look for workers, you know, and he find, know, I mean, he, he takes them from, mean, from, from from the morning all the way to five. I might be more towards like two forty five in the afternoon. <laughs> in terms it's of not getting on it's okay. It's <laughs> not done this yet, uh, but it's it certainly is. Um, on this feast of the Magi conception, certainly we are called to recognize that Mary herself was immaculately conceived, not on her own merits, Mm -hmm. but through uh, the prevenient grace of our Lord Jesus, who would become incarnate in her, anticipating her yes uh, to God.
1: Yeah. So as we celebrate this great solemnity, this patron feast of the the Church of the United States of that, I mean, we have happy feast days to all of us and uh, share the podcast, comment, you know, get us
0: more listeners so we can better serve you. Very good. And so may all that we do in connection and through the intercession of our Blessed Virgin Mary and she of the Immaculate Conception truly radiate the joy of the gospel here in the heart of the city. Amen?
1: Amen.